Hi and welcome to Bangalore Bits. Hey Subhu. Hey, how are you? Going good. 50th episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After the IPL finals. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I didn't watch so anyway. So. Okay. I watched only the qualifiers. I mean, I didn't want Mumbai to win, so I didn't really. <laughs> <laughs> It is so sad. I mean, they have such a good supporting staff. Nobody likes them. <laughs> Who? I mean, Mumbai Indians is like the largest contingent of support staff there. Oh, uh, yeah, possibly. They possibly got a specialized coach for every department. So, and like they that. have like all uh, stalwarts coaching them, right? Yeah, I mean, like John D. Rhodes, Tendulkar. Uh, I mean, other guy, I forgot. Robin Singh. Uh, mm-hmm. they have, you name it, they've got all kinds of guys. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway, so, so what are we talking today? Uh, so we missed Build, which yeah, happened yeah. Uh, like about a couple of weeks back. I mean, though Microsoft has been announcing uh, like bits and pieces of information, some on the May event and some on the build and some got like released without any, uh, any major hangama. So this is like, I mean, the kind of that kind of year, I mean, that kind of time of the year where you will first have the Microsoft event, then we had Google event and uh, the WWDC is following up on next month. So, right. So it's, it's going to be time of, the, I mean, it's just that kind of time where you see all these platform providers kind of announce big developer news so that by December and um, by end of the cycle, we, we see those, some of them getting, getting just converted them into a hardware, software and the combination of services and stuff like that. So, so build Facebook happened, Facebook event happened, a lot of VR announcements came last month and then, then build happened and then now Google I.O. which just got over probably yesterday. Right. So we missed build and then there are some amount of Amazon announcements from Echo, Echo Show and stuff like that. We'll just cover uh, both build and Amazon uh, Echo slew of devices. Okay. Like. So uh, build, uh, I think it's uh, again uh, sort of on a similar line as the other events, I believe. Uh-huh. Maybe a little more uh, focus, a little focus on cloud uh, and maybe a little bit on hardware. Uh, but I think the, I mean, the theme is again the same thing, right? Artificial intelligence. And, uh, yeah, I mean, like more or less. I mean, everyone is behind that. Yeah, Google and Microsoft are like going in a parallel paths. Like, I mean, they, uh, I mean, they each other, uh, I mean, like they just develop parallel technologies for a while now, actually. So it's just going in that direction, actually, yeah. So I think uh, the biggest one was, uh, I mean, you want to talk about the, uh, what are they doing with uh, Windows 10, uh, a new version is coming, right? Yeah, this is a fall creators update or something, which is coming, going to come on November or something like that. So I think mm-hmm. the Microsoft has moved on to this territory where uh, they're uh, releasing the new operating system as a service. So every fall and, uh, uh, and then the every, like every weather, you have right. a season and you have an, a big bundle of update. Uh, coming in, a feature set is coming in as a part of the OS update and so mm-hmm. so. So the May event we saw the, the another, uh, I mean the two sec- two separate edition of Windows 10 which is like Windows 10 and Windows 10 S and something like that. So this is like basically uh, the fall creators update, I, 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 I mean that could be a better name but whatever it isn't, this is a creator update. The same thing happened even last year, so the creators update is just a continuation of the same name. I think this time we saw the announcements which are primarily around timeline um, and then uh, about the universal clipboard. And what, yeah, and uh, obviously one type, right? So what, what, what is so different from, I mean, what 
Apple is or Mac is already doing in terms of uh, continuity and uh, yeah it's very similar right yeah it's very similar uh, and uh, yeah it's very similar in 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 a respect where this is a multi platform solution possibly if you look at it uh, wherein uh, they are like trying to stitch like uh, the clipboard cortana i mean universal clipboard i understand uh-huh. the other ones are pretty much only with windows 10 devices correct which one like the the, the, the timeline yeah the timeline is an interesting thing i think if you look at it they are just trying to move in a direction where uh, if you look facebook they have got something called the attention graph mm. and google has something called knowledge graph right or something like so this is like something which looks the similar way wherein uh, it just makes a note of everything you do on windows device right uh, which is like in terms of uh, whether the browsing history the documents you are working on and everything just just the all that gets con- gets it's just basically accumulated a kind of an history or series of events so that wherein cortana could be the interface wherein you can use the cortana to basically go ahead and trigger uh, any of those like coming in from a browsing history or uh, you start a document or anything when at the same time you will be able to do that probably across the devices be it in a windows or an iOS device or uh, if you have installed cortana on your android you should be able to kick off an a document or a powerpoint which you worked in anywhere like so and it's just kind of a series of like the all the activities which you are doing in uh, your windows gets carried away into all these mm-hmm. devices so be it you are watching in a youtube video uh, or you are just browsing history or what i just gets bundled and then moved ahead with all the other do is kind of a cross platform solution of your so it's essentially a cloud uh, yeah cloud play right? yeah and uh, so i mean this little in, interesting in terms of the way um, maybe microsoft use i don't know whether microsoft has been accumulating this kind of a data about user behavior on the operating system or yeah maybe this is something it's just like i mean if they can do certain amount of big data analytics on the kind of things you do on your computer uh, which could be something can give you like the amount of insights it can give you will be phenomenal maybe microsoft has not been using all this all this data all these years and now since they made the operating system as a free and it is more uh, the privacy policies are driven via that the, the amount of data collection seems to be what seems to be happening around this is like seems seems to be like pretty phenomenal i mean like this is like exactly like what either facebook or search what google is doing like in terms of understand your browsing pattern or understand in terms of what your various things you are doing uh, for search it is web and then for facebook it is more in terms of your browsing behavior and what you do within the app and stuff like that and microsoft is kind of bringing in that game into the operating system level i mean like so it's pretty interesting in terms of how it move forward and see and what kind of security i mean like the privacy and security features which they going to put on this and stuff like that so okay so uh, they are also talking about uh, the some fluid design uh, system and all correct yeah so the, i think there the, the this is a next iteration of the uh, their their metro ui correct yeah. right, so. so i i mean the direction what microsoft are moving their user interface is like something where they're trying to move bring in the motion and depth uh, part of the user interface mm-hmm. where you should be able to uh, though all those uh, interface elements are still part of the squared bracketed windows but the windows the, the traditional window just takes a little back stage and then <coughs> right. more the objects are more fluid and then 
they they just would have their own depth and then it's more like in terms of what you see on the web and stuff like that so uh, so that's kind of a little interesting it's more an iteration towards of our uh, kind of more more update on the metro where it is able to add motion and, uh, and the lighting and materials and other things so you will be able to build much more richer ui for the desktop clients i mean i'm not sure like uh, i mean like is there is there a market still working on desktop clients big time i don't know maybe certain specific uh, healthcare or other applications might be using a desktop heavy uh, applications might be able to use this metro because more or less every other service is moved to web and i i mean the the kind of desktop ui has been kind of uh, done and then i mean right. and i think uh, uh, they are also more focused around uh, i think in general how to mature their cloud services right uh, not much yeah so maybe it is a, maybe it's a dev event so obviously um, i mean not much hardware was actually demonstrated but i think it clearly shows i think the direction was i think to take from uh, uh, satya's keynote mm-hmm. uh, he was talking about serverless computing as one uh, one path okay uh, and then obviously uh, artificial intelligence was the second one mm-hmm. uh, so i think even in cloud they kind of are now focusing heavy on the serverless architecture correct i mean both the, i mean like both if you look at all the three primary vendors uh, uh, microsoft amazon and google yeah all moving towards i mean like I mean, amazon and google are they're already big on the server side uh, big on the cloud and uh, on the on the cloud infrastructure side and I'm, i mean microsoft is moving towards that direction and i think there is a different market for microsoft which is like slightly uh, more focused towards enterprise which enterprises which are want to move to cloud uh, which has not been adopting either amazon or google is kind of uh, is, a, is a vacuum which is sitting there which i mean the this is the sort of companies which are not adopting both these services or like is kind of a market which basically what microsoft is looking at right i mean as a show theme definitely is uh, for last 3 or 4 years uh, they have been continuously moving away from windows and then moving porting more and more their services and their offerings into a cloud platform rather than making it as an independent service i mean independent products even though they are an independent products they still glued and heavily stitched with the cloud infrastructure and stuff like that so i mean there is no doubt whether uh, i mean in their in their direction as it is yeah. now i think in, in a way it is uh, uh, it's kind of their whole strategy is moved on from what used to be heavily office and windows and yeah only that right now they seems to be much more a cross platform company more cloud focused Yeah. So he is not even. I think he even start start talking about mobile as a big area because obviously they don't have any. <laughs> so I mean, football in mobile anyway. True. Uh, but looks like they have moved on from that as well. So they are not yeah. really keep actually trying something which uh, they really know they cannot get in. Right? Yeah, like I, like more or less every platform, even Android and iOS is moving towards keeping services as the Correct, infrastructure, yeah, yeah. and then wherein the mobility is just a kind of an interface wherein. voice and vision could basically any day can just replace the mobility and stuff right. like that so and they, i think in google say we saw vision computer vision was another big area yeah, they were yeah. showing but here it was not much right not much but i think the focus here they are looking at is driving that towards the, the, their own term called mixed reality which they have uh, which is end of the day uh, adding vision to the mm. 
the, the desktop and mobility is but i think one thing is probably both these dev sessions uh, whatever i watch there was i think it is mostly their version of what the future, future will be right uh, not much real product announcements were there uh, even in microsoft except the windows 10 maybe some update uh, even in ai uh-huh. they didn't really announce like couple of product offerings which you can't take as an in in customer right yeah i, I think it was only around uh, only one announcement in that angle i saw was that the reference architecture what intel announced uh, with mm-hmm. the with the partnership and there is uh, harman has announced a cortana based cloud speaker right okay mm-hmm. and those two are the one which is like ai powered offering from microsoft which i saw which is like on par with google home i mean when i say on par which is not in terms of capability but in terms of the product uh in the product segment as it is so uh, google home uh, alexa and then we have we may i don't know when this harman speakers are getting released so i don't think microsoft is building the cortana based speakers by themselves but they are going to use the back end infrastructure and then allow harman to build it and stuff like that so okay so harman is anyway now a samsung company right so <laughs> so maybe yeah they were i don't know in samsung microsoft uh, how they are they're always they're good yeah. in good terms yeah. <laughs> even when they are doing laptops i think yeah <laughs> uh, for was there any key thing you saw in cortana apart from uh, i mean they showed few skills skills, skills is a new addition this yeah. year uh see the problem there i see is the microsoft i think probably two generations behind in this game correct yeah. uh wherein uh, what what amazon and google tried to address last year uh microsoft is probably trying to address it this year right yeah and uh, i mean uh, when you have i mean the two approach which like what amazon is trying to take there putting in a screen uh, and a, a touch screen within a within a good speakers which can powered with the skills and powered by alexa is something which is very interesting in that as an evolution of the product if you look at it and google home is kind of driving it in a slightly different way wherein they try to say okay you have so many screens around your house and then use the google home and then trigger it in whichever screen you are and so if you use if you use install google assistant in your chromecast enabled tvs or in your phone so google assistant can just basically trigger it on any screen actually yeah right, right. Yeah. so that that's a kind of trying to work around it could be a temporary solution google is trying to work around they're saying that no we we don't have a similar offering to an amazon echoes uh, echo screen but i instead of saying we don't have right today we they're saying that capability can be triggered i mean end of the day alexa also will move towards the direction where you should be able to install alexa on any of those devices and that should be able to drive it in any of those screens as it right but as a standalone screen as that product as it is i think uh, on the cortana it is it is more for me at this point of time it looks like me to product and but Uh, it could become very powerful when they have that kind of an aggregation of data which is happening on the desktop which right. could basically just can give or like empower cortana to the to to a much better intelligent ai system as it is and uh, and the other advantage microsoft have here is that they are looking at something like a cross platform wherein um with the help of their keyboard they they are pushing in terms of like uh, the the clipboard content coming into ios or in android you are right, ready yeah. to collect the data with the timeline and stuff like that so in a way that's a swift key uh, yeah okay yeah 
So with respect to Android and Windows world, they'll be able to collect a lot more data because it's like much more open system. And with iOS, they may probably... Yeah, I think uh, Google is also getting into it, right? I think probably Apple may not do it. We don't know. But if you look at Google is also having their own keyboard now. Uh, yeah. They have also launched uh, yeah. Assistant. Like it's funny, even ICICF Bank wants to push <laughs> the keyboard business, right? Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay, I can <laughs> see. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, uh, I mean, like... So you know, I think uh, the other one is most of the speech recognition has really advanced over a period of time. I have not tried uh, Cortana, mm-hmm. maybe the name itself turns me off. <laughs> uh, but I think I have tried the Google's, uh, maybe a form of Alexa, I don't know. I, I recently bought this Google Fire Stick okay. and, and it comes with an integrated remote. Uh, where you can speak to it, right? And it's pretty accurate. Okay. Actually, it's pretty accurate. Yeah, right. I mean, uh, I've been hearing the same without thing. Without much training. Uh, there was no training, I believe. Uh, especially, probably just asked me to say a few words and it was booting up. Mm-hmm. Apart from that, it works flawlessly, actually. Yeah, that's exactly what the feedback I've been seeing on the over reviewing uh, both Alexa as well as Google Home, actually. I mean, they're saying the, the accuracy which it right, can yeah. interpret the... the Transactional language is pretty good. And I think it's contextual also because it's able to understand on what context you are talking and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So with respect to timeline, Cortana will also be able to make that kind of relations in among the metadata and stuff like that. And other interesting announcements... And I think they were also showing, uh, they were show, showing I think maybe a few examples of how this LinkedIn thing is coming. I didn't thing, right? see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah so they obviously, I think it was in the same, the uh, Cortana demo, I guess. Okay. Uh, so they were, I think they were talking, I mean, um, like in the demo, uh, they were talking to Cortana saying, show me the top 10 profiles matching this something and oh, okay. it was picking everything from LinkedIn and giving a summary okay. uh, and saving itself into Office 365. Right. So you can see now where the data is leaking right? <laughs> <laughs> from LinkedIn. <laughs> so especially, I think, it, yeah, so I it's, mean, it's, it's a d- essentially a data game actually. Right, yeah. So, uh, <coughs> with respect to Office 365, they will be able to have a metadata of your work. Mm-hmm. When you use yeah, Windows right. devices, they will be able to have a metadata of your personal life. Right. And, uh, I mean, the social, if you like LinkedIn as a bigger social, for some people, like, it could be a Facebook, actually. Because right. I've seen no, that there are actually some guys who have 25,000 plus connections and stuff. Yeah, yeah obviously. It's yeah. like big... And they write blog posts on that and stuff. That, that example was essentially that. So they are showing the the, the Cortana AI integration okay. uh, with LinkedIn. And then how it is getting into their newer, their newer uh, I mean, social play now, right? What Microsoft Teams. Teams, yeah, right. Uh, which is maybe a... It's like competitive to Slack. Yeah, inspired by Slack. Yeah. <laughs> so it was actually showing that nicely. Oh. So it was able to get that some report from LinkedIn or maybe profiles. And then uh, automatically integrating into your uh, team's feed oh. and all that actually. So I mean, if it's purely an enterprise player. Yeah, if they, they de-anonymize the data, they'll be able to make inter- infer a lot more information about. Yeah, and I think uh, the yeah. other demo was essentially their uh, what is it called a, a tool for uh, editing videos and all, correct? Yeah, so that was more of in terms of like, I think, uh, like if you are like, use, I mean, you use your photographs, what you take in your it's mobile. It's called story remix. Is it? Story remix, yeah. So I think it's like kind of a lightweight uh, editor where you will be able to add mm. text and uh, uh, photographs and convert a little bit of animation, motion for photographs and stuff like that. And just kind of a lightweight photo editor. So this is like uh, very similar to iMovie. 
yeah I mean, I'm, I, I, I'm not sure I've not played with it but whatever I've seen the demo it looks like more lightweight in terms of like uh, you should be able to just easily I would compare it with like what recently Apple released as a clips which I was showing you right so right. the only thing where we you are missing a lot with this uh, which was a um, probably another bigger item uh, missing in the whole game from microsoft is obviously video right uh-huh. uh, and yeah. they didn't they were not really able to show anything on that front because they really don't have an offering yeah like youtube or maybe yeah. the other uh, facebook whatever they do on video side so i think that is one i mean they're missing, missing out yeah. missing out on that big time actually i'm not sure why they didn't buy the twitch network at least and yeah i think amazon just kind of pulled it out from google uh, from anyway so i think uh, a in its form what are these guys are showing it is mostly will be interesting only when you start consuming some content correct absolutely and, and probably uh, google is probably much better positioned to deliver that uh-huh. uh, with their i mean cloud based services where it's photos or uh, youtube and you can really see how the ai is actually and machine learning is coming into the place which goes into the end user right yeah. yeah. i mean obviously they all have offering on cloud but that's more on a developer side of story actually so but only i mean the i was all all these days i was thinking that the either google or facebook they are able to collect lot more data but now uh, with the help of timeline when i look at it even microsoft looking at moving into its the game where they are able to also i can accumulate that kind of massive data which the yeah. users are generating so yeah so uh, i think that those were the key announcements uh, what else i i mean, with, with respect to that as well there are some vr controller announcements were there Uh, which is called the mixed reality headsets which they have announced hmm. which are part of the desktop vr experience i mean uh, they, are, they call their own terms is called mixed reality mixed reality headsets which is manufactured by third party i think the vr space is like really interesting and then there are three development is happening one is vr as a ecosystem on mobile and vr on ecosystem on the desktop and there are wherein there are independent vr equipments as it is wherein which is like fully capable of rendering vr ability on the device itself so right and microsoft's play here is also interesting where they are looking at both these like with hololens they are looking at an independent uh, independent unit which can just have a richer vr experience right with the help of a desktop uh, but when they are also looking at something like a cheaper vr headsets or mixed reality headsets uh, which can basically powered by the desktop and google is moving in a direction where uh, they are trying to power it with the help of mobility as the as, as a phone as the primary vr right. gear and stuff like that so and so it's going in that direction so is uh, is cortana as a assistant is it available on other platforms i have not tried um, i have seen only in windows 10 devices is it available on ios android it is available okay. ios i don't know actually i don't okay. think they will have that ability to Hmm. Uh, but i think they're coming in the back i mean with a kind of a back door entry there is coming by the their own keyboard and stuff like that i mean like so could, i'm oh cortana will be integrated into the keyboard yeah, i i <laughs> hope so <laughs> that's the kind of uh, the yeah tarjan has for ios devices <laughs> right no i think uh, if you look at yeah that's where essentially is right one is yeah the inputs primarily around uh, the inputs yeah inputs is where the uh, i mean the whole thing gets intelligent for them yeah and i think the consumption is where they deliver the Our intelligence product, yeah. back yeah right 
So, it be text or like visual correct and visual even if you look at that way i think probably microsoft has to really have some much more stronger offering uh, in that perspective since they really don't have a game in mobile anymore <laughs> uh, so maybe i think i think siri is falling behind if you ask me uh, yeah like on on the all the thing i have tried yeah uh, i have tried alexa i have tried uh, google google obviously yeah. uh, i think the, the the worst was obviously siri sure, yeah. Uh, it doesn't have any context I, I think right now Siri is more optimized for US uh, wherein Maybe. the third party integrations are much higher and then stuff like that so I think I'm, I mean we have not experienced right. Siri I mean like at least I've I've turned off Siri in all my devices I mean yeah. which is a, right. it's nothing great it delivers no, no use for me as well. right. <coughs> I mean the whole uh, assistant itself I have to probably live with it try to do everything using assistant for maybe one week I so far it, the uh, assistant is a good tool in a kitchen basically mm-hmm. uh like like the interface like making a call uh, now if you are an extremely busy person right uh-huh. and you want the assistant to do so many things for you uh, maybe yes no or like if you are if you are if you are in a family messages. and you are having a chat about three four guys and you are in an argument you want to verify something there hmm. and those are the moments like or you are watching something and then you want to quickly query when you want to pick up your phone load your imdb or mm. search for something or you want to, those are the moments which is really or if you if like the alexa screen what it does is just gives you a step by step recipe right right like when you're cooking or you create a timer when you when you are cooking something and then it just creates a timer right. and then shows you on the screen it's this is a very good i think if you look from an india perspective maybe i think uh, amazon is probably more interested in delivering products to india if you ask me yeah they have been uh, doing it a yeah. lot more aggressively i'm i'm pretty sure echo will probably come to india come much first, faster first yeah. than google home or other and challenge is only the multi language part i think once they crack that they'll right. be able to come in there much faster i mean even with the basic english right it yeah. can imagine with books and all the content they are coming in with it yeah, it's also a pretty good rich of content and they are also building dictionaries for the regional yeah. languages yeah. and stuff like that so okay so i think uh, somehow we still don't see many of these products in india that's a sad part uh, i think when it comes to india they always talk about some some useless android whatever right which can run on some bare metal phones that has been their update <laughs> which is pretty disappointing actually I mean, I I really don't know if they re, if they if they really underestimate the I mean, market size, the potential here. Mm-hmm. I really don't know actually. And it's really strange that they are not even offering their music service here. I mean, oh, oh, Google, Google for Google, Google, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Google, Google such a big Android ecosystem they have. I don't know why they won't come. No, except their search and other primary services, the rest all just follows very slowly. Here, yeah. So. Even the Pixel launches uh, happens like. like after two generations or something like that right okay so i mean other than that uh, on the dev side i also saw another announcement from microsoft which is that um, they have this xamarin uh, cross platform development tool yeah yeah so yeah, uh, so the the one of the problem with xamarin tool if you're developing for ios is something like you need an uh, you need an a mac to build basically right so uh, i mean like end of the day you have to set up on a vm and uh, do all the circuits to make it successfully build a native because like you write it in xamarin and then end of the day it needs to build it in the uh, but xamarin uh, studio doesn't work in mac 
But it works, but it's again, again like in terms of like, I mean, Xamarin Studio, whether it works in Mac, I don't know. Okay. Uh, but all you have to do is if you are in a Windows and you are developing for uh, iOS. No, I think uh, if I'm not wrong, probably I'm a little keeping myself away from the mobile okay. <laughs> app world these days. Uh, but I think looks to me Xamarin's play was primarily in the in the backend logic of the app, right? Uh, and they really don't want to do. They had some offering, especially they they are calling Xamarin Forms or something. Uh, but I think the the primary focus was how do you actually write a common backend um, code? Okay. Yeah, I mean that was the uh, starting thing. But now they move. So they on. leave the UI to the native UI. So you can still build UI using your Xcode or. Android Studio whatever, yeah. uh, but then you you do all the plumbing and the connecting pieces, all the data management, okay. uh, push services, integrating with uh, Azure Cloud. Those those was the primary game. Yeah, actually. those are there. Along with it, if you want to write a cross-platform application, wherein you write once in Xamarin and yeah, compile right. it into different applications. At that point of time, you had a problem of like setting up these VMs and you need a mm-hmm. Mac to do it. Now what they're trying to do is they've released something called a live player. Wherein uh, you can build, use, you can write an app using Xamarin and then connect your iOS device so that uh, the live player will run the app natively on the device. Okay. Mm. So you don't need a Mac to compile and then just run them here actually. But that is more for testing, is it? Or? Yeah, it's okay. kind of testing. So yeah, yeah, now yeah. earlier you need to have this and distribute it. It needs to right. go to iTunes store. And the, it needs to mm. distribute over a test flight and stuff like that. So here, end of the day, what happens is even though you verify everything, you need to have single iTunes connect, wherein you push the app and then get it out. But to test everything, you can have use the live player and which you, or you can just connect your device directly and then it will allow you to do it. And I'm I'm not a big fan of this cross-platform yeah. apps, so I've <laughs> never tried my hand or never interested in uh, reading through it or because for me. If you are if you are a very if you are in a serious business, you will always develop invest on the native app, and whether you whichever platform you are betting whether an I think it is again more of an enterprise play, right? Uh, maybe this works well for um, in in I mean in house apps, correct? Whatever. You really don't have very. I mean, very hardcore requirement for performance or graphics yeah, and things even like Even then, that. what happens is this this bundles a runtime of its own and all that kind of. No, I mean they don't care, right? I mean, in those, if you look at most of the companies build like maybe some, I mean, related with approvals could be one or accessing their backend yeah, ERP right. systems. There, there could be uh, some use cases because there are so correct. many third party. So there, if you look at it's and they may have like a good, uh, I mean, dotnet developer workforce. Yeah. So th- I mean, it's easy for them to just develop ones and then absolutely. they can just deliver the app, and entire company has it, right? Yeah, uh, which can very well integrate with all the office ecosystem, maybe. True. So this this uh, the the studio, I mean the the Xamarin Live Player kind of helps or shorten the kind of cycle where you can just test it out. That's one interesting in that I saw actually. Okay, I my, my experience, I have not tried much with Xamarin, but I have spoken to many mobile developers. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least the ones whom I spoke to, they weren't very keen on even giving that a try. Okay. Uh, they weren't? They were not. Okay. Uh, maybe it, it is related to performance or uh, maybe they feel it is not ready for prime time, whatever it is. But okay. And that's what their feedback has been. Oh. Anyway, so. 
Uh, that's pretty much what I saw. I mean, I don't. I mean, there are some features definitely related to Office three sixty five and stuff like that, which I have. I don't have much of interest around mm-hmm. those. So we. I didn't see only one was around Teams. Okay. Uh, I think Teams uh, also was primarily announced in Microsoft um, the EDU event, right? Correct. I think here uh, at least there was a couple of mentions around Teams and how it can actually. Okay. Uh, I think the, the one which they were trying to highlight was how uh, if you look at Slack as bots, right? right? So similarly, Teams also has bots. Okay. So I think the focus was to how to highlight bots right? and how AI can come into bots through bots, deliver stuff in Teams. Oh, okay. okay. There are some focus. So the, the, the final vision of Clippy is coming to coming alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe a dog sitting there and giving you documents, <laughs> document tips. As long as it doesn't poop, it is okay. Anyway, <laughs> I have not tried Teams yet, so... <laughs> we don't need a dark file in the document. Right. So, and again, I think Teams is, is probably is, is again linked to Office 365, I think. Yeah. Okay. So, another interesting announcement I remember seeing is this this iTunes is coming to Windows 10. Ah, right. So, that is something... So, I mean... Is it this, a big deal? No, not with respect to the iTunes as it is, but what it just kind of delivers a message to me is that... Uh, Microsoft is finally moving away from .NET actually. Is it? Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, the kind of announcement what I see, they are moving towards more on the on .NET Core mm-hmm. rather than .NET. Uh, the the WinCF and the WPF and SOAP, all those kind of, kind of officially, they are saying we are moving our tools out of these technologies. Oh, okay. Right? So, it is up to the other guys to how they prepare and they have put a very clean migration path in terms of how do you more migrate the WCF .NET remoting apps to okay. to the new .NET Core platform? Mm. And there is a lot of misconception I remember seeing everywhere. People think that .NET Core is a subset of .NET actually, but it doesn't look like that actually. At least whatever I've seen, I don't follow .NET that closely. But what I see right now is that .NET Core is more of a MVC and it is a cross-platform which has. I mean, though there are similarities in terms of APIs with respect to with the .NET, but they are like on a two different entity. Mm. And their dev tools are moving towards focusing around .NET Core, okay. not with the .NET anymore actually. Okay. That is kind of, now, I think uh, the whole Windows 10 S uh, <coughs> announcement and, uh, and iTunes moving into that direction and everything, it makes iTunes much more easier for them because I think I, somehow Apple never wanted to get their hands dirty in darknet <laughs> okay yeah possible <laughs> and so, so i think the other one was i think there was there was also uh, focus around containers right uh, yes i think even in the keynote couple of times it was mentioned yeah i mean, I, so that, could one, one, yeah, that could be i think it is built now into 2016 okay uh, i think docker support is natively built in built on so you don't need an external okay docker installation or anything and since you brought that no why i said is like maybe the reason why they want to lean down dotnet right uh-huh. so all those legacy bulk weight dotnet frameworks they want to probably retire uh, it maybe it's not container friendly okay uh, because it may be requiring so much of windows core capability so win32 yeah and it probably is not built for container okay. so they i think they are just taking out all those things heavy dotnet heavyweights yeah. which are like not performing that well and then making a, a lean version of it. And other interesting, since you told about container, I also saw now there are multiple Linux distributions are coming towards the Windows Store. Right. So you should be able to download a Linux distribution from the Windows Store and install it actually. 
so if you are a dev using windows and now the biggest one of the big problem is like there is no way to like have the dev tool chains which are like part of linux in the windows box okay so that this kind of solves where you can just bring in any uh, any distribution of linux from the store you can pull it okay. and right now i think they are announcing two it could be coming it more could be coming in in the future mm. wherein that kind of kind of helps the devs to build either apache or any other environment you are looking at it it can be just you can just be you can develop it being within the windows sh- shell itself correct yeah. so that is something which is another interesting as i mean since you brought container i remember seeing i think there, there is uh, uh, more happening there we should definitely talk about that maybe in a different episode yeah different maybe yeah it's more of a, like that is a core dev feature which i remember seeing it the fluid right. ui uh the the announcement were in moving towards moving away uh, moving away from dotnet and moving towards dotnet core and then lot in terms of like bringing in the bash and other shells into hmm. the dev ecosystem where in adding linux distributions part of the os and stuff i think if you have seen the other keynotes especially on the azure side uh-huh. there also they were uh, they were announced there, there was an announcement made around uh, azure shell right okay uh, now it is natively built into cloud i mean into the cloud and all that so okay. you don't need, really need to need to have a gui interface or everything right, right yeah, absolutely that's a big it it is one of the big hindrances for using Correct, yeah. windows as a as a dev, dev machine basically okay uh, i think that's pretty much it i guess so yeah that's pretty much more. so we we want to talk about amazon's uh, echo screen but i think we yeah we i think back and forth on that okay. so i think it's kind of covered actually so that's pretty much about build i didn't see anything else i'm looking forward to echo launch uh, in india india i hope <laughs> i mean amazon does it at least the basic dot version right it would yeah, be nice to have one at home 1500 but i think the way i'm saying is like if you know now if you look at in bangalore they are re- relaunching the grocery Yeah, for about 2 hours delivery. Yeah, yeah, I mean it was there probably they are now bringing it to a friend or something. It's called Amazon now. Yeah. Uh with that coming in, I think uh, I mean Echo in home really makes it very useful, right? Especially for grocery ordering if not for anything. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, Google Home coming with the calling capability in India would also be killer actually. Right. Yeah. With calling landlines something like the ultimate. Yeah, I hope they does I mean, probably the market is not big enough for such gadgets, maybe. So I mean, like, so absolutely, there is no hardware announcement coming in from. Uh, I mean, like, we already saw the Surface tablet and Surface laptops already. So there is nothing there on the build as it is, and there is not much new apart from the headsets. I didn't see any other hardware announcement. And I think now, if you look at the more and more focus is on AI and machine learning and all that. Yeah, it, and it's uh, in very nascent stage. Yeah, yeah, and you may not see. It is very difficult to. which is like a hardware form yeah. to it right yeah. it's That's mostly cool. the better form today they have is yeah. probably as an assistant yeah once the vision improves and then correct uh, wherein uh, all the interface uh, textual interfaces get replaced with, mm-hmm. with the voice and vision it just kind of moves in that direction yeah there are some pretty interesting uh, neat ideas uh, i thought uh, uh, i think they did for uh, a couple of health thing health related thing did uh-huh. you see no, those there keynote in itself uh-huh. so there was one researcher who used uh, the machine learning game abilities and she built like a small wearable okay uh, which helps this is in build you say yeah build okay. uh, it, which helps the i mean people with parkinson's right uh, okay. who have 
mean who cannot write or anything yeah, yeah, they cannot even comprehend yeah, yeah they i mean uh, that was a pretty impressive touching demo okay. actually so it was a small wearable and they were able to wear it okay and uh, i mean they were able to basically write it right okay yeah so and uh, it so uses, simulates the, the yeah, yeah correct and it is gathering a lot of data about how their hand movements and other okay. things and then it's optimizing the i think it's probably have some sort of a motor or something in the wearable okay. uh, which makes the hand stable or something okay, okay. Yeah. It was pretty interesting. Uh, the, the, the so these are some of the uh, examples of hardware uh, which uses machine learning and True. AI and all that. And, and IoT can get more prominence once the AI kind of gets back backstage. Yeah. Okay, so that's it I guess. So uh, that's, that's about it. Yeah. Yep. Bye bye.